the, the podcast is divided on whether it's a good movie or not, but okay. yeah. um, <laughs> Steve and I are on the right side. Yeah. Um, Even you like it. It's a, it's a very sweet little movie. And yeah. the other guys just are jaded and bitter. I'm jaded and bitter. I probably So you probably like wouldn't it. like it, no. <laughs> well, this this farmer's community like shuns the woman because she's German and like German Germans are the enemy. But anyway, there's a whole line about him. He says, I sleep in the barn because they're not married. It's like the iconic line from that movie. It really is, yeah. <laughs> it is. Because people look, because she's living with them and they're unmarried and it's the, what, 30s? Yeah. So that's the line that they put on the lunchboxes. <laughs> Kids would quote, <laughs> sleep in the barn. That episode was titled We Record in the Barn, so it's been a thing ever since. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm recording. Um, okay. I don't know, so we can do like a special segment thing, <laughs> or um, I don't know. I figured I'd leave it open. Well, we can <laughs> talk about. Dan we could... performs five minutes of awkward stand-up <laughs> while Tom and Steve <laughs> pretend to like it. <laughs> well, Dan, if you can't do Thursday, what day could you do? Uh, I well, I probably can't do any because I'm getting a root canal on Friday. <laughs> Talk with so the I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna move yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be out of commission for a few days, and then Monday I have to do my own podcast, and then I'll be back in the grind with like stand up and everything. So uh, I mean, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to work me in. Well, I just I saw an an opening for this week, so that's why I was like, oh yeah, I'll totally do it. You know what yeah, I mean? So right. it's okay. It doesn't work out. Yeah, but we forced you to watch two 300 movies. You did. Uh, so I feel you like... Did, you didn't watch them sober, did you? Oh, my God, I did. <laughs> oh, poor man. So I feel like we're poor, even poor now. Can we officially be even for Escape from Tomorrow? That like... <laughs> oh, that, yes, it's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the I... fact that you had to watch 300 Rise of the Lycans is... I watched them back to back. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know Rise of the Lycans was a joke in the email, so I didn't know anything about that movie. I didn't connect it to Underworld or anything, so I'm just yeah. like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know there was werewolves in 300, but <laughs> I, I would have made it better. There's monsters in the, you know, so yeah. I'm like, maybe there were werewolves. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there there is a goat man in the first one. Yeah. This guy with a claw. <laughs> so, and then it was like Rise of an Empire, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's less monsters in the second one. That must have been a budgetary thing. Yeah, I, I, the entire movie was a budgetary yeah. thing. <laughs> That's the cheapest made movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah. We, we can't afford monsters, so we'll just throw in a sex scene. <laughs> oh my God. Sex fight. Sex fight. That was. I don't. I don't know if that was worse than the sex scene in Simon Says. Simon Says. <laughs> Simon Says was just comical. Because they, like, kicked each other's clothes off. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so it definitely was worse. Than no, this was time. just, like, taking everything that was bad about 300 and making it so much worse. Yeah. By including, yeah. like, a male rape fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And these uh, are the kinds of comments that you guys could have had on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We can, maybe, maybe we can have, like, I don't know, I can tack this into the beginning or something. A segment with yeah. me in the middle. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh gosh. Well, Dan, what 
what would you grade them anyway? Here, here's here's a way to really get the conversation going. Dan, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, I, I'm enjoying this whiskey that Steve has graciously provided me with. It's a peace offering. <laughs> uh, Brian says, I can when I get home. Can I don't know what. <laughs> record something. This is, I, this, is a, this is a pity podcast. This is like <laughs> a really weird. <laughs> I imagine like if I was ever diagnosed with a terminal illness, <laughs> this is like uh, something we would record. <laughs> That's really dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this, Dan's make a wish. Dan's make a wish. This is the saddest make a wish in well, the history you know, of. Well, you an adult, they don't let you give you as many options. So they're like, do you want to? Well, we got a, a barn you can record in. Do you want to record a podcast with your brother's friends? Okay. For a se- for the sequel to Three Hundred. <laughs> Not even all the friends, just some yeah, of the friends. That, that root canal is going to be brutal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can give you some some sound bites to first <laughs> <laughs> just you know wedge into your other po- the rest of your just, podcast. Just go, like, what the fuck, Kevin? What do you think, Dan? And then like play a recording of me being like, that scene was crazy. <laughs> I can't believe how poorly he delivered that line. <laughs> sure didn't expect all that racism. <laughs> Just to use that one a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> he, he used that one, like, you know, as much as he want. Royalty free. <laughs> and you should just put that in every podcast. The, oh, and Dan joined us for a minute. Sure didn't expect all that racism. <laughs> <laughs> what racism was when Winnie like, the Pooh? Was he talking about 300 or was that about our podcast? <laughs> Boy, he sure didn't expect all that. <laughs> The nudity was a bit much. <laughs> that was about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, Nate's not here, so. Yeah. I was kind of blown away by how racist it was. I had no idea. I had, I had All I knew was that it was an action movie, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen it, and I've always heard people be like, oh, it's such a cool movie. Oh, for 300? Yeah. Yeah. For the past 10 years, and now I'm like, who were these people who were telling me this movie? <laughs> I should not be friends with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I... <laughs> I pretty much no no I, I pretty much enjoyed it like I saw it in the theater when I first came yeah out. yeah and it was like something completely new yeah really. um and then I I rewatched it a few years later and it was like it was okay <clears throat> and I mean this time I it was it was okay too I I my my biggest problem with it is is the um is that it's trying to build itself as this like you know like the Braveheart type of freedom movie and it's <laughs> It's like this society that casts out the deformed and like oh yeah th- throws babies into pits and it's like, I'm They're like like making fun taunting all the other societies for owning slaves I'm like you guys are slaves yeah. you know that right like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're all slaves so it's like I have to totally turn my brain off but like oh you should never uh, have to turn your brain off that much no <laughs> but I mean I st- like I still enjoy the I still enjoy the new way that it was shot. It was groundbreaking at the time. It, like Sin City and all those movies that had that very highly stylized. Yeah. It was, it was. The way it was made and the way it was shot and everything was groundbreaking. But then yeah. you have to actually have a good movie in there too. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, I was going to, well, if you guys want to know, I, I give the movie an F. 
An uh, F. Wow. I was going to knock it up a letter because I'm like, I, I can respect the, uh, you know, the technique. Right. Even though it doesn't look as good today. No, uh, it doesn't. <laughs> which is an understatement. Um, but I don't know. I was so appalled by how bad the the racism and like. Well, when you say racism, I mean you're talking about the Persians. I'm assuming, right? And all of it. There was like there, yeah, the Persians. Uh, there was this weird like with the oracles that they consult, like the. It's yeah. like kind of like a weird Jewish caricature thing going on. And then Really? I didn't even pick up on that. I'm I didn't not pick up on that either. Convinced I, I don't think that it's accidental. So I I find that kind of appalling. And I I I you know, just to like just to make sure that I wasn't being like reactionary, I like I'm not the only one who had that reaction. So I was like, you know, let, that was a, a common criticism. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, and then it's kind of a fascist movie. Hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, well, kind yep. of. Hi. Yeah. Hi. You guys dropped out for a second there. Oh, oh. I was just talking about fascism. <laughs> yeah. He's all for it. You well, know, that, yeah, that's, you, know, you know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing is that, um, I don't know, a lot of it just philosophically kind of feels a little skeevy. It's like, a lot of it's hard to put my finger on, but... It's like these guys are fighting for freedom against this tyrant, but there are so many shades of fascism going on. Mm -hmm. So it's just oh, it's so bad. And like their whole the whole thing with Sparta is like their whole society is about the like it's it's I'm not good at articulating shit, but uh, <laughs> no no the the whole no room for weakness thing. Yeah, it, their whole Feels thing, very it's all centered around, like, having an army. But then, like, but what's the point of having an army? It's, like, to defend your society, but your whole society is all about having an army. That's yeah. fascism, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it was pretty, I was surprised. And then some of the imagery, even, like, I was, like, really shocked. And probably the the most obvious one, which I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one to point out, was, like, with that one black guy where he, like, turns to the camera and it, like, darkens his skin and yeah. it's just his eyes and smile or whatever. Like, holy oh. crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, so I, I'm like, well, I'm not going to give the movie points for technique. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know how Birth of a Nation has, like, 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> because... <laughs> It well, does, yeah. yeah, because it because it completely changed uh, cinema, but it's like. But I'm I, not the sort of person who's going to be like, well, good technique. I guess I'll award some points to this KKK movie. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Yeah. So like that's kind of how I feel about 300. I'm like, uh, two big, perfectly manly thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I just recently watched Gone with the Wind for the first time, and I had such a hard time with the um you know it builds up southern society as this lost paradise um and i had such a hard time watching that movie even though it's a really well-made movie i'm like i don't know if i'll even be able to sit through a birth the birth of a nation when i finally mm -hmm. get to it you know and i want it i want to watch it because i i am into film history um yeah. but i mean but it's hard to yeah it's hard to appreciate something that changed the way movies are made yet at the same time brought back the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, because, <laughs> um, yeah, like, on the one hand, no movie is, like, I mean, there's not that many, like, ideologically perfect movies, and I don't even know what that would mean anyway. But uh, but on the other hand, like, such an extreme case, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, maybe a more 
Sorry, there's all the whiskey. Uh, <laughs> maybe someone who's like really deep into the uh, history of film and everything can like parse it out a little bit more. But for me, as like just a, I feel like a much more casual film goer. I'm very comfortable being like, no, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like if I start picking apart that kind of stuff and dismiss, like, there's no, like you said. There's no movie that would be perfect. Like, right. It does. Some movies go over the edge, but I don't know. It's like uh, China. Like I love Chinatown, even though the guy who made it is a horrible, horrible person. I <laughs> right. love Chinatown, so yeah. I can I can look past it and look at just the parts I like. There are definitely movies I like where there's people involved that are you know shady. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, one of my favorite movies is Unforgiven, and uh, I really don't like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's oh. one of the worst people. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said um, before Unforgiven won all the Oscars, uh, Clint Eastwood is quoted as saying that he would never win an Oscar. And the reason, one of the reasons is because he's not a Jew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like, I don't know. I feel like he has been a cranky old man for almost his entire yeah. life. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, like, when did he ever and... look like a young person? <laughs> yeah. Similar well, see... to my one of my favorite, most beloved actors of all time, Mr. Tommy Lee Jones, who has never done anything wrong as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I, check, I check Twitter every day to make sure I can still say that. <laughs> like, wasn't he in Batman Forever? Yes. That movie is a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure that that's Tommy Lee you Jones, talk right? Breaking cinema. <laughs> the Batmobile drives up the side of a building to get away from a car chase. Name one other filmmaker who would have had the guts to do that. <laughs> that's also the one that introduced bat nipples, right? Uh, we can. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to dissect. That, right? <laughs> Bat, it's, Batman Forever and Tommy Lee Jones have been on my brain because uh, I've been talking about Tommy Lee Jones so much for the past few weeks mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I've been working on a joke about him. Okay. The joke has been going well. It's an old joke because it, it was uh, Tom. You know the? Do you know the Tommy Lee Jones joke? I do. He looks like he has an age a day past ninety five. Yeah, like that. He, he looks like he has an age a day since he turned ninety five. It's my yeah. wife's favorite joke that I've ever written. Of all the jokes <laughs> that I've actually put effort into, she's like, "No, this throwaway line that you made about Tommy Lee Jones looking old is your best joke." And she told me that I should open with it, like literally, like walk out on the stage, and that's the first. And that's thing the I first say. thing. I'm like, do you understand how confusing that will be? So, but I've been talking about work. it with other comics. I, I started adding all this stuff to the end that's been going really well, but I wanted to turn it into a whole rant about Batman nice. Forever. <laughs> about how like a sarcastic like how great how great it is type thing. Yeah. It's it's the joke is being worked on, so it's <laughs> it's not all worked out. So are we like your your test audience? No, you are not. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I, I I've always I'll give the benefit of doubt of the doubt to filmmakers like a long way um and i did with clint eastwood for a long time but after the empty chair thing <laughs> oh, i'm yeah. just like i'm just like uh, and, and like reading stuff like you know i'll never win an oscar because i'm not a jew and yeah. uh you know and reevaluating well, he's, he's one of the people he complained about i think he called i think he used the word pussification of uh of america like he he like bought into that message yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but and see the thing is Eastwood is really complicated because he he took he did a lot of things with westerns that 
people like John Wayne looked down on because it wasn't he like it was un-American. Mm-hmm. Like he took he took a lot of risks. Oh, he took a lot of risks with things like you know High Plains Drifter and Unforgiven. Um, and he did things like you know Letters from Iwo Jima. Yes. I, but I think I'm starting to realize that Clint Eastwood is like he's racist toward certain groups. I think it's not like a blanket racism, but it's just like. It's a more nuanced race. <laughs> it's, it's a more nuanced race. We talked about this a little. No, we talked about that with like American Sniper, and I think Steve, yeah. I'm starting. I'm starting to think oh, that you yeah. were right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. No. But now I'm just like, I don't know. I, I I think he has questionable views towards Jewish people and Arabs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> questionable. Questionable. <laughs> yeah. You're so polite. Oh. There's that civil dialogue that we've been missing. <laughs> My, you, sir, are questionable. I've been noticing this a lot, like in Facebook discussions about like the Me Too movement and stuff like that. Is I don't want to jump in because I sound too like middle of the road. Because like I always approach things from like a mediator standpoint. Yeah, that doesn't work these days. Yeah, where <laughs> I'm like, where I'm like, you know, you're both making good points, right? And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the one hand, you have 300. It makes some pretty good points. <laughs> yeah. Who'd, who'd have thought David Lynch would come out for Trump? What? Would yeah, that yeah, yeah. That, that, no. that actually happened. Oh my God. No. <laughs> yeah. No. David Lynch came out as a huge Trump supporter. I swear. Like, uh. what, the, like what the hell? Who? I'm just, if Tommy Lee Jones disappoints me. <laughs> I didn't. I just read an article. I because I was trying to find something about him online, and I stumbled into this article that's a few years old. But Tommy Lee Jones made a movie that was characterized as like a, and I think he directed it. That was characterized as a feminist western, which I and I'd never heard of it before. I already forgotten the title. I can't. I never heard of it when it came out. Is Um, it the home? The homestead, or maybe? um, Because I've seen the three burials of Melchiades Estrada. It's definitely not that one. It's definitely not like yeah. I mean, it's definitely got a short title. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have characterized that as. It's it definitely is. He directed it. I think he said he directed it. Because Melchiades Estrada is very compassionate toward Mexicans, but I wouldn't call it. It's got to be the Homesman, is what I'm thinking. Who's in it? There's a, a uh, famous Hillary actor. Swank. Homesman. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, three women driven mad by pioneer on, life. The Homesman. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that. Characterized by The Guardian as a feminist Western. But I don't think he used that label himself. No. So you should, you guys should watch that on the podcast. I would like to see it because I like Three Burials a lot. And you, should, you can definitely trust me as the person who brought you Escape from Tomorrow. <laughs> trust, trust me not to lead you astray. You should pair that with Batman Forever. <laughs> the Holmesman? Yeah. Batman Forever is a feminist superhero book. <laughs> sure, it certainly is. <laughs> what with <We're>, this? <laughs> Nicole Kidman is a beacon for... <laughs> Nicole Kidman is an inappropriately horny therapist who, like, <laughs> immediately starts a relationship with one of her patients. Right. <laughs> Very feminist. Yeah. 300, the, the sequel, I'm really pissed that it wasn't called anything like 302. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 300-er. <laughs> 300-er. That would have been, yeah. Uh, I love that. And that movie was so incompetently made that it couldn't even, like, get, like, the fascist message out. It was just garbage. And then... Well, it has no 
it has no structure either. Yeah. It just it just kind of occurs. <laughs> it just occurs. And it's like when you're lead, like the guy's so boring. Yeah, and you can definitely tell it was made after Game of Thrones was the thing. Cause, uh, was it? Yeah, it was Alina, is it Hetty? Yeah. yeah. Is like all in on her Queen Cersei character. Oh, I didn't she's, realize that. Yeah, no, she doesn't do it in the first movie. And then yeah. in the second movie, she's like all the faces and attitude uh, and everything. Like, yep. <laughs> this is definitely post-Game of Thrones. <laughs> but her part, like, I feel like they don't even... I feel like writing her in in the sequel, they completely misunderstood who she was in the first movie, though. Well, they were yeah. like excited to have her because of probably Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, so she's leading the battle at yeah. the end without a shield, by the way. <laughs> everybody else has a shield, but she just gets a sword and is fine. And have you noticed how everybody immediately takes off their helmets when they go into battle? Yes. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> I hate that. Why were you wearing that to begin with? If you're just going to dramatically pull it off. We need more. Uh, I was hoping they would do the Saving Private Ryan thing. Like, they take off the helmet and immediately get, like, an arrow through the head. <laughs> this is the reality of war. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they always wanted to have... That's what I kept thinking every time they take the helmet off. It's like, oh, well, they it's in their contract to show their face, so they got to take the helmet off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patrick... Won't be able to do anything. Brian might jump in after he's home from work if we're still doing whatever we're doing right now. Supplemental podcast. <laughs> Make this a bonus episode for your Patreon. <laughs> That's what you should I gotta do. Get that done. Yeah, the Patreon that was yeah. built on me wearing a bad T-shirt. Yeah. We'll do you really that. have a Patreon? We're working on it. Oh yeah, my God. I'm working. I'm on gonna it. have one soon too. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the feed thing. Oh, if you want to hear the full breakdown of the Tommy Lee Jones routine, <laughs> definitely check out my upcoming podcast, <laughs> which is all about joke writing and called Dan Has Jokes. Which yeah. microphone is this microphone doing anything right now? Yes, it, it's, it should be picking us up. Really? Yeah. That's cool. It sounds like it is. Yeah, Dan, we recorded an entire podcast where uh, Steve and Patrick were only being picked up through the computer. And uh, Patrick was like on the other side of the room or something. So. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Were you listening to that where we're you guys were like switching mics and everything? I was like, yeah. how did we not figure this out sooner? Yeah, because we were trying to figure it out. And like, well, let's switch mics and see what happens and all this stuff. Never thought to check like what's actually recording. Yeah. <laughs> if if you switch mics, you switch you switch mics. Steve still sounds exactly the same, and Patrick still sounds exactly the same. And Steve's the one right in front of the computer. It's like, how do six people not figure out what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Especially since we've been doing this for six years or seven, I don't know how long. Eight. Eight eight years. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I thought you guys were up to ten. Oh, no, you just recently did, what was it? How many episodes? You Three, had... 300. 300. I knew it was a milestone. <laughs> oh, wait, was this going to be the 300th episode? Yeah. Did you, did you, you just, you just put that together? That out, huh? Nobody communicated it to me. How was I supposed to know? I... I'm not just going to be like, wow, that podcast is old. I bet this is their 300 episode. <laughs> makes sense I'm, pr- now. I'm pretty sure I said, do you want to join us for our 300th episode? We'll be watching 300. <laughs> no, and for some reason. I we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't voluntarily great. watch 300 for I no reason. <laughs> I just, I don't even question you guys anymore. <laughs> After the shit we watch. Like, 
Is it buried? Is it not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they they have their reasons. <laughs> they have their like system for picking four movies, and one of them is definitely not in with the theme. <laughs> the, wild, the wild card. <laughs> yeah. I don't question it. And yes, um, I'm working on Return to Oz and Blues Brothers 2000, and uh. then. And then uh, this will be the 300. Have you watched Return to Oz yet? Yeah. Yeah. How we because we watched it when we were kids and we liked it. Does it hold up? Yeah. I lo- yeah I loved it. No. Uh, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> Steve says no. It doesn't hold up. When Steve and Tom disagree, who's usually right? Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I feel like that movie. But that mo- was anything creepy about that movie. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, what do you mean by creepy? Like I don't know. I just that's I remember seeing inappropriate creepy or like just no like like a child's nightmare. Creepy. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, the whole thing is a child's yeah. nightmare. I mean, that sounds great. It's definitely a, a <laughs> horror movie for kids. Yeah, yeah. I remember, they're all turned into jewels and they have to find all the green ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yep. only part I remember. And the uh, the flying monkeys while the wheelers. Yeah, and, and the, I was just trying to remember who had the wheels. When they turned to sand. Different. Yeah, the Deadly Desert. Yeah, I don't that was remember. cool. I don't remember anything else. I just remember the jewels, really. <laughs> well, I mean, the movie starts out, Dan, with Dorothy being sent to an insane asylum to get electroshock therapy. So <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. It is. It, it's a great film. Then I they it. fall into a river and almost drown. <laughs> yep. From the insane asylum. Yeah, because there's a storm in it, you know. Uh-oh. It takes out all the electricity in the insane asylum, so they have to escape. <laughs> they fall over and, over and almost and there's die. A, and there's a queen who has a collection of the heads of maidens that she's stolen, and she wears them. Yeah. Yeah. George R. R. Martin's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close to it. Yeah. And the nice thing is they've actually made Dorothy her actual age. She's like an eight-year-old girl. So she ages yeah. backwards. Like, terrified. It's a sequel, right? <laughs> yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. A, yeah. Is it officially a sequel to The Wizard of Oz, the classic film? No, it's a sequel to the book. Like, it's the books. So they, they pretend that The Wizard of Oz movie never happened and that they're just no. making a sequel to the first book. No. Yeah, that's what the director said. Well, whatever. They they took the Well, the director movie. doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they borrowed certain elements that were only in The Wizard of Oz movie. Like the Ruby Slippers. Yeah. A sequel based on a different book? Is there a sequel book? Oh, yeah. There's a whole series. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's 10, 10 or 11 books. Emma's read all of them. They must get really weird towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> They're really weird at the beginning. I've never, yeah. I've never read the books. <sighs> yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. You can hear more on Dan Has Jokes <laughs> when it premieres. <laughs> I'll do something about Wizard of Oz to tie it all together. <laughs> Dan, you've seen the Dan, you've seen the Blues Brothers, right? Yeah, not in a while. I, I've started watching it several times in the past few years, but I haven't watched the whole thing in a long time. So, have you seen the sequel? Uh no, I never watched the whole thing. I think I saw the beginning and tapped out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not good. Who is it? It's John Goodman and then Joe Morton or whatever his name is. Yeah, and that kid. And the kid. Who I was so jealous of when I was a kid. And then really? like Yeah, I'm like, oh he gets to be in the It was your dream to hang out with Dan Aykroyd? No, it was my <laughs> dream to be famous. <laughs> it's going really well for me. Dan has jokes. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Should I record some sound bites for that episode when you talk about the Blues Brothers? The Blues? Oh, yeah. Wow, I couldn't believe that was Johnny Lang. I was surprised by all the racism. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> Did not enjoy the sex scene. Thought it was violent. God, I couldn't even, I couldn't even believe that turned into a sex scene. I was just like, are you kidding me? I could believe that they turned that into a sex scene. <laughs> I was just like, yep, okay. <laughs> And then, and then he gets back and they turn it into like a joke. Right. He like, you know, he makes a face and they make a face and it's like they all know what just happened. It's like, ugh, ah, pissed me off so much. Am I, I don't think the gore in even the first one, I don't think the gore was very good. Like, no, I'm not no. A, I'm not a fan well, of gore, but I was just like, this isn't good. It was supposed to look a certain, like the comic, which it did, yeah. but the second one's way more violent. But it's like but barely the, watching violence. It's just like what? This is just stupid. Yeah, I don't know. The CGI blood was so bad that it didn't. It wasn't even a uh, stylized. At least in the first one, it feels stylized. <laughs> right. It was they just felt it lazy. But it was actually because of the budget. <laughs> So I, that's why I felt like watching like the Expendables movies. Oh very yeah, bloody, but it's really cheap looking. I've only seen the first one, and I hated it, so I didn't. The watch second one is the one to watch. Really, yes. <laughs> yeah. it is definitely the one to it's watch. It's not yeah. any better. It's just the <laughs> one to watch. <laughs> it's for I reasons. Mean, it's, it's better in that it gives you everything that you really wanted from the first one. Oh, okay. Which, which I mean, if you're going, if you're going to the first one, you're going there to see like. You know this kind of like '80s cheese fest. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's kind of what you get with the second one. Mm. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme's the villain. Uh, you know? Have you ever seen Bloodsport? Oh, I love. Yes, that Kumate. I, I saw it with the riff tracks, but uh, uh, I had never seen it before, so I didn't know Jean Claude Van Damme was the villain in that. Yeah, he's not. Oh, and the, oh, so, yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought you meant he was the villain in Bloodsport. I was like, what? He is, isn't he? No. no. Wait, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of probably some much worse movie. Expendables 2? No, it's not a sequel. Wait, give me one moment. I'm consulting my smartphone. No, he's the hero of Bloodsport. Yeah, definitely. What was I? I'm going to be so embarrassed when I figure out. I've obviously never seen Bloodsport then. Uh, nope, not Oh, Gene that movie's Carson. great. It's so cheesy. Yeah, it's great. I love Bloodsport. What else was he the villain? Oh, that's so stupid. I, I don't know why. That, well, it was the one that he made right before Bloodsport. It's called No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys seen that one? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it, uh, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? I, I, I don't know why I thought that I had seen Bloodsport. Anyway, <laughs> it's called No Retreat, No Surrender, and Jean-Claude Van Damme plays Ivan Krishinsky, the Russian. <laughs> Oh, okay. He's a villain in that movie. I don't think he speaks. <laughs> I think it was before he was speaking. Before they allowed him to talk. <laughs> uh, and the good guy is Kurt McKinney? Are you asking me? Clearly I'm, I'm the wrong the person to ask. It's directed by Corey Wen. It's called No Retreat, No Surrender, and he plays a time cop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just looking at Jean-Claude Van Damme's filmography. <laughs> Your Patreon uh, supporters are going to be very disappointed <laughs> in this episode or whatever the hell we're recording. I, don't even, I won't be sad if this never shows up anywhere. <laughs> Just like I can't imagine what you'll use that in. It's, it's entirely up to Tom. I don't know. Why. Here's another soundbite. Zack Snyder's direction was lacking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Use that for the second one where he didn't direct. <laughs> well, it would be true, wouldn't it? That it would be true. He used, that's another one he could use on every single podcast. <laughs> yeah, for all the ones that he didn't direct. <laughs> and all the ones he did. <laughs> Except for Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. A little heavy on the homoeroticism. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> all the Zack Snyder Yeah, let, let, let's talk about Michael Fassbender and the other guy in this movie, now that you brought it up. Do you think there was some homosexual subtext? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's talk about how the guy whose son dies, it's like the father's son, is only... I actually wrote down their, their dates of birth because I was like, that guy's not his father. Uh, <laughs> I got to look it up. I, I, I wrote it down in my notes. You're talking about the second one? No, the first one. The first one's worse. The second one I thought would be worse. The first one, absolutely. Is the first worse. one? Wait. Don't look their birthdays up while I'm trying to do it, Tom. Okay. I, I know that's what you're doing. That's not what I'm doing. Liar. I'm still I'm still reading the Wikipedia page for No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> Tom, okay. Tom must see this movie now. Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast in the film and caused problems on the set for continually physically contacting other actors yeah. and stuntmen. <laughs> he was beating people up. Jean-Claude Van Damme, another gem. Uh, okay, so the father in 300, Vincent Reagan, played Captain yep. Artemis. He was born in 1965. His son, okay. Astinos, was played by Tom Wisdom, who was born in 1973. That's an eight years difference. Hmm. So well, I bought it. In the second movie, the guy would have had to have had his son when he was 15. Eh, eh, that's but it's less believable somehow. That's weird. <laughs> that, that is weird because they do look closer to age in the second movie. I didn't like the narration in the first movie. You don't like Faramir talking? Nonstop. The narration was so obnoxious, especially at the end after he leaves, but he's still narrating the events that he's not present for. <laughs> yeah. He like narrates the final battle that they specifically made him leave. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the second's worse. The narration. Way, way worse. I yeah. just yeah, that's just a given. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I write? I haven't thought slow motion was cool since I was twelve. I haven't thought CGI wolves were cool ever. But you were right. There's there are things in in the first 300 that are like, why is this in slow motion? And then it's like they doubled down for the sequel. Well, they were just trying to stretch out the runtime for the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys was excited it? that you have to talk about these movies twice? I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> well, you no, there's there's the, uh... <laughs> there's a scene in the sequel where it's a shot of a horse. Like going up on its hind legs. Oh like a, yeah! But it's like a close up on the horse, and it just goes on and on and on, and then it comes back down and like steps on a guy's face, right? Yeah. I was like, why is this in slow motion? <laughs> I missed that part. Oh, I uh, I was getting all annoyed because like black people were villains, brown people were villains, and then I wrote, hmm, I wonder if this deformed guy will turn out to be a bad guy too, <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> yeah. Well. They have a villain say, all men are not created equal, that's the Spartan code, and then she slaps him, but that's literally the basis of their whole society. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to read all the rest of my notes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Boy, that movie sure was frustrating, right guys? <laughs> right, right, Kevin? <laughs> what did you think, Kevin? I don't know, I slept through it. Yeah, I did fall asleep a little Good bit point, during uh, the sequel. I, I've debated whether or not to go back and watch what I fell asleep during. I went back in the sequel, but I forget why. I like missed 
I missed something, and it was confusing enough that I was like, uh, yeah. I gotta go back. Oh, it was when it was when he was talking to her on the ship right before the sex scene. I was like, wait, how did he even? Why are why are they on the ship together now? <laughs> That's when I went back. Oh, there was a lot of scenes like that where I was like, why is this happening? Uh, whatever. <laughs> the opening so, credits. Why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I was like, the opening credits. I was like, what's going on? I was like, I was like, I didn't. I had to stop. I stopped and I went and I like read up on Greek history just so I could like get a baseline for what was going on. Even though it was like, like the first 300 took liberties, the second one's all over the place. Oh yeah, I don't think they even tried for the second one. I, I, I considered looking up the actual history for the first one, but then I'm like, you know, I'm not really a history buff anyway. So like, I know that, uh, I know Sparta had slaves in real life, even though the movie was all about like, we don't have slaves, like in real life they did. And they yeah. also did uh, pedophilia, even oh. though they were like, Sorry, I'm still on Grand Budapest Hotel, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about pedophilia. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what did I jump into? Where did I... I missed something big. <laughs> it's just another plot point in the second one. Uh, but yeah, like yeah. taking the movie on its own terms, it was still like you know that I was still. I'm like, you guys, you are <laughs> slaves. You literally killed baby. I would like this movie's not going to be critical at all of its own society when they literally opened with like a pile of baby skulls. Yeah. That's the city you're rooting for. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm that's so... my that's my biggest problem with it. They literally never. They just never. Nobody ever. Just like, hey, that might be kind of weird. What we're doing. <laughs> we're all about reason and logic and killing half of our babies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I laughed at the part in the battle where uh, the narrator was like, but then they resorted to magic and they're throwing, like, bombs. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just yeah. science, guys. <laughs> like, that's just technology. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird, stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boy, that sure was a bad movie, right, Brian? <laughs> just put that in later. Sure. <laughs> Edit in me laughing for Brian's joke. Whatever it is. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. I feel like this is going to be kind of down the middle on the first movie. Yeah. It, it, I'll be surprised. Maybe we'll defend any, it. I'll be surprised if anybody yeah. likes the second oh. one. Yeah. All right. Edit in. Uh, shame on you, Nate. <laughs> I'm ashamed to know you. <laughs> edit that in after his comment. Yeah. <laughs> and then edit me laughing at him. <laughs> I don't know. I'll put Nate Kevin will here. definitely like it. The first one. What, fascism? Okay. Yes, fascism. <laughs> Bonus content. I was really trying to give the sequel. Like, I was I was really trying to come at that with, like, from a positive place. Yeah, like, I was too. Like, maybe it'll be all right. I was going expecting something cheap and <laughs> sort of thrown together, but... If it had had a better title, maybe I would have. Yeah. But it's like when you don't even understand the first movie. Yeah. 300 returns. <laughs> yeah. There's a giant who randomly shows up in the second movie for like two seconds. I was like, a monster! And then he like falls into the water. Like, why? Why did they throw it? And I think the only other monsters are the underwater sea creatures. Oh, yeah. It's like a vision or something or a dream. Right. Underwater sea creatures? And then the, um, yeah, the guy with the heart injury conveniently like waits until the next day when he's been brought ashore to have like a dramatic death. <laughs> Yeah, Steve. When the when uh when the Persians blow up their boat. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The uh, not Gerard Butler. 
is under the water. <laughs> he's he's under the water, just like watching everybody dying. Yeah, and Wasn't all. That a and, dream? And, well, I I guess this movie has layers. Maybe that's the part I fell asleep <laughs> for because I don't remember that at all. And then these giant eel creatures start showing up and eating everybody, and then he wakes up on the beach. Huh. Was that like a producer just like I want giant eels in my movie? Yeah, probably. Was this theatrically released? Yeah. Oh, yes. Poor people <laughs> who paid to go see this. No, because they paid know. to go see this. I don't feel bad for them. They deserve what they got. Exactly. Oh I think the thing that made me saddest about this was that Ava Green was in it. Honestly, I know. I was like, how come she's not in more stuff? When I saw Casino Royale, and then I saw this, I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> she, she was, was in, in this. She was in the Golden Compass. She was in um, some other sequel to something. So she just makes oh, really Sin- bad choices. She was, she was in Sin City too. Oh, yeah. So she makes which bad choices. I haven't, which I haven't seen. But... This movie should have been called the sequel to something. <laughs> <laughs> but I read that like one of the little trivium things is that this movie fulfilled one of her dreams to be an action hero in a movie. And I was like, ah. The bar was low. Yeah. First of all, first of all, that's sad. And secondly, you're not the hero in this. No. Like, I mean, who even knows who the heroes were in the second one? <laughs> the first one, it's pretty clear that the people you're supposed to be rooting for are also villains. And the second one, just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was so, I was like just baffled by so many things. We could do some flick chart or something. Yeah, we could. <laughs> the go-to. <laughs> for the sad episode. <laughs> Buried cinema. The sad. Here. This is the 300th episode. I'm sorry to break it to you guys. <laughs> this is what this you've is, built up to. This is how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Glad I was here to, like, watch the ship go down. <laughs> okay, got it. Maybe this could be like the Frasier of your podcast where it like spins <laughs> off into a different... It's like Steve and Tom and sometimes a third person. <laughs> and, and what it's is this, the, It's a much lower energy <laughs> round. This feels, this feels more like the Joey. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, we've all seen Tombstone. Yes. yes. Uh, have we all seen Event Horizon? Yes. Yes. Tombstone. And Easily. Tombstone. I hate Event Horizon. Terrible I have movie. weird mixed feelings about Event Horizon. I can't tell if I like that movie or not because I think it's such an interesting concept for a horror movie. Dan, just, let me. Get... What's it up against? Tombstone. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Tombstone. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, Dan. Since we're brothers. Um... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will pull the plug. <laughs> For a million dollars. Because the first time I saw Event Horizon, we rented it on pay-per-view with mom. I don't know if you were... Back when mom watched horror movies with us sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Very strange. Okay, so here's my... Here, this, is, this, is, this is my question, and this is like one of the weird things about mom, right? Is that every now and then, <laughs> she would like pick some really awful movie to watch with us <laughs> she's just like i just want to see blood and guts <laughs> with my boys she had a break point. <laughs> like like mom and like, i watch allowed to see nudity now let's <laughs> <Yeah>. get uh <laughs> some horror movie <laughs> when, when i was in high school mom and i watched seven together oh, oh my god i think yes, you said on... told this story <laughs> and, and and not on tbs <laughs> 
We watched Why the is it full on TBS? Un- was it on TBS? I don't know. Oh, I sure hope not. And like <laughs> seven, like, very funny. <laughs> like we watched, we watched the first time I watched Scream. I watched it with mom, but like mom would get upset if we were watching something that had like the word "sucks" in it. Oh yeah, she, her, and dad always got mad at me for watching Seinfeld. <laughs> and I was, but like I'm thinking. I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, I can't get a handle on it. They like, made me choose between Seinfeld and Friends. They said I could watch one, but not both. Oh. And then I chose Seinfeld, and then they would get mad at me for watching that. Yeah. <laughs> like, these things anyway. don't make sense. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that just came out of nowhere. But Event That's Horizon. That's the new podcast, guys. There's your podcast. <laughs> watching horrible things with mom. Get her on the next episode. Have her rate some movies. Yeah. I always thought it was funny when Dad would send me out of the room for the sex scenes in James Bond, <laughs> like in a oh, James Bond movie. Like, like, we could skip it. Oh, okay, I'll just leave the room. This is awkward. <laughs> Maybe I won't come back. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch something else. <laughs> here's here, here's another weird and funny anecdote, possibly. Um, <laughs> That's how I start all of my sets. <laughs> when I re- when I recorded The Rock off of. Direct TV. Oh yeah. Um, there's that sex scene toward the beginning, and um, that's really weird. I went back and recorded ukulele or something. Me? I my memory of that scene is Nicolas Cage playing a mandolin or a ukulele while the lady is like dancing around in pigtails. No, that's a you're conflating two scenes. (laughs) Oh, okay. But I went out of the room for that (laughs) and (laughs) saw the other scene. I went I went back and recorded over that scene with just black like nothing, right? And I was like, all right, so I'll watch this with dad. This is what happened. I I I, 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 I told dad ahead of time. I was like, I cut out a sex scene. I told him ahead of time. So we're watching the movie, it gets to that part, it goes black for like three minutes, and dad starts freaking out. He's like, What what's going on? And I was like, I just told you. <laughs> I was like, There's a sex scene, I cut it out. Like, you don't like why were you censoring movies? <laughs> you know, you want to know an embarrassing thing that happened to me in high school is uh, yes. my friend, you remember Tammy Adams? Yeah. Wanted, I told her we had gone in 60 seconds and she wanted to borrow it, so I lent it to her and she brought it back the next day and said, so uh, you guys edit out your sex scenes? <laughs> I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I hadn't actually watched it. <laughs> and she like gave me such a hard time about it, apparently. so Someone... I won't name names. Must have recorded over a certain scene in that movie. I that didn't. PG thirteen movie. <laughs> nope. The Ro- the Rock was the only time I ever tried that. Oh, maybe it was Dad. <laughs> maybe. But he I was learned like, it from you. Okay. Maybe he was like trying to get you back. He's like, this will teach it. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I was like, it upsets him either way. <laughs> anyway, Jumanji versus The Lion King. Oh, the Lion King. Lion King, yeah. The lions are better. Um, have you guys both seen Paranormal Activity? Yes. yes. Is it better than Office Space? Oh. No. I like Office Space better. Unless Paranormal Activity, you're watching it with the riff tracks, in which case, hell yes. <laughs> I highly recommend. That's one of the best riff tracks. Really? That and actually Jurassic Park. Mike Nelson with yeah. Weird Al. I can't do it. Huh. Weird Al Yankovic, they watch Jurassic Park. That's one of their I, best ones. That I yeah, there's certain movies I, I can't. I can't do, do it with, with certain movies. Yeah. Okay, fine. But Paranormal Activity, you can definitely do it. I couldn't even. One hundred percent worth it. I tried to watch uh, Lord of the Rings with the DVD commentary, and I couldn't do it. Ten minutes, I'm like, nope. Really? I couldn't do it. 
Paranormal Activity, I'd say, is worth it. My favorite riff tracks is for the Nicolas Cage movie Next, where he plays the <laughs> Vegas magician who can see two minutes into the future. You and I, I watched that together, that. Dan. Yeah, that's Mike Nelson with his wife, uh, Bridget, I think, and then that's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh. Were there, was there a different commentary for that one? For what? Next. I don't know. I think it's... Why? Because I don't remember Bridget Jones. She's in it. Jones? Yeah, yeah what yeah, I just said. Nelson? I'm so confused Nelson. right now. Yeah. Her original name was Are Jones, Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Bridget Jones the English... Yes. Diary. Bridget Jones' Diary. Yeah. It's Mike Hang Nelson on. and Renee Zellweger. <laughs> they wrote the movie, <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> I feel like it could be. <laughs> I am vindicated. Yes, she was Bridget Jones back before she became Bridget oh, Jones. Oh, okay. Thank you. I know her as Bridget Jones just because that's how she was credited on the early history yeah. science theaters. Well, yeah. So it was Mike Nelson and Bridget Jones, and that is the one we watched. Okay. Yeah, I know. That is I watched it. that is the worst Nicolas Cage movie I've ever seen. And my favorite one. <laughs> it beats any movie on your flick chart. <laughs> I, I love how crazy that movie is. Oh, uh, and it has no third act. It has no third act. They just give up. That's, it just, I think that's why I like it so much. They just they get to the I got to see this movie now. They just, the, well, okay. Some okay. Did the script end that way, or did the filmmakers just stop? Like, <laughs> right. I have so many questions. Because it's like you can have a two act story. That's fine. But when you get to the end of the second act, and it seems like there's supposed to be a third act, and <laughs> then there's not. With the music, it's like, directed by, blah, blah, blah. Like, why would you put your name on this? Because Alan Smithy doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Fargo versus Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Fargo. Damn it. Come on, Wait, I'll I'll save mine for the end. You do your, you'll be the second vote, and then mine will be a surprise. <laughs> <sighs> Fargo's a better movie. <laughs> I love when Steve says that. I've heard enough episodes <laughs> to know. <laughs> He's about to go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Fargo's a better movie, but I like Ghost Yeah, <laughs> Ghostbusters is more nostalgic. Yeah. I, you know, I was surprised rewatching that movie how little winston has anything to do with it oh he doesn't do anything i read and i don't know if this is true or if somebody said this because they're racist but i read that winston was originally supposed to be played by eddie murphy right is that Uh, true yeah i think so i read i read that and i when they couldn't get him they like scaled back the role that's well i mean Uh, i don't know if uh, ernie hudson can do eddie like carry the (laughs) weight of an eddie murphy character but yeah it it is uncomfortable well it doesn't (laughs) have to be an eddie it could be an ernie hudson i love ernie Ernie hudson it's one of the only things that i've ever learned about ghostbusters that almost ruined the movie for me i'm like (laughs) no (laughs) like in the mid-2000s i'm like no you go back and you make that movie You finished the movie the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Ghostbusters. It would have been Eddie Murphy amazing. has to play the black guy. Or like there has to be a black guy. We couldn't get <laughs> Eddie Murphy, so let's just get <laughs> any other, <laughs> any other <laughs> black guy. It's such a weird approach to casting. <laughs> I mean, it's it kind of like representation, I guess. Yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> it's just a, a it's. I feel like it's a racist way to go about <laughs> better representation. We couldn't get the black guy we wanted, so any will do. 
No, I love um, Ghostbusters, and I do love Ernie Hudson, but not as much as I love Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Comedy always works better when there's affirmative action involved. <laughs> if Tommy Lee Jones had been in Ghostbusters, oh man. Tommy Lee Jones in Ernie Hudson buddy cop movie? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But now they're like retired ooh, cops. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's okay. It's Tommy Lee Jones and Ernie Hudson fighting a volcano and a tornado at the same time. <laughs> Tolcano. <laughs> and they're sharks. <laughs> because everything's terrible. <laughs> Lava sharks. I guess Sand I guess Ghostbusters wins. Sand yeah. sharks whipped up into the lava. I don't know. Too many things. <laughs> I think if Kung Fury has taught us anything is you can't have too many things. <laughs> and he should love interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a, love it's a love triangle. Oh, while they're trying to deal with the shark, tornado, oh. volcano situation. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, you guys have seen Dawn of the Dead? Which one? The first one. The original. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's up against Anastasia, the 1997 animated film. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't really remember Anastasia except that I saw it. So my vote goes with Dawn of the Dead. I have actually seen Anastasia multiple times oh. because I'm a parent, and it's not mm -hmm. a good movie. How is that? <laughs> no, it's not. I feel like it's got I'm some just, good music, but I that's about like it. I feel like your kids are young enough that there was no reason for you to introduce Anastasia <laughs> to them. They find it. How did they find Anastasia? Dan, his kids have had the internet for a long time. Yes. They have access to your movie drive. In my movie drive, I've yeah. I've seen the Barbies. Like the yes. <laughs> yes, those are my kids. <laughs> that's what I told my wife when we were looking at Marvel movies. Like, oh, yeah, and then there's those. <laughs> Those are what you watch after the Marvel movies. <laughs> that's, Steve, that's Steve's other podcast. That about. <laughs> the Tuesday podcast. He doesn't do all of this for buried cinema. <laughs> I'm um, going to look up Barbie podcasts. <laughs> just like high rated popular Barbie podcast just to see. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's one out there. I'm and sure there is. Steve yeah. is the host. <laughs> He has a very successful Patreon. Steve doesn't actually have a day job because he <laughs> makes so podcasts. much money off of the Barbie podcast. <laughs> we, we call it Everyday Barbie. It's, you know. <laughs> it has a theme song, but he sings it. <laughs> he invites his listeners to sing along with him. That's the, uh, the demographic. Yeah. And other, he spends most of the time. Other men Steve's age, they're singing along with him. <laughs> he spends most of the time talking about how horrible bronies are. Yeah, yeah there's a big rivalry there. Sometimes we meet up in parking lots and fight. <laughs> Knife fights. Oh my gosh. Oh. Plastic knives. I'm glad this worked out. <laughs> those yeah. knives that you can like stab somebody and they go back in on themselves. <laughs> just, yeah. So that way nobody gets hurt. You know? They just line up Barbies on one side and Barbies <laughs> on the other. And they just have <laughs> they, like, Dan. <laughs> There's a troll Dan, podcast, uh, like a podcast for trolls that wants to get it on, but it's like not popular enough. <laughs> I just, Dan, I just remembered the movie we made. What movie? <laughs> 
What movie did we make, Tom? Killing Barbie. Oh yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> the benefits of smoking, starring Barbie. That's what it was. The, the benefits of smoking, starring Every Barbie. The scene was dying of lung cancer is better than a different form of death. <laughs> right. Demonstrate that death with a Barbie. Exactly. Yeah. I threw myself off a roof for that movie. Nobody asked you to. But, uh... That's wrong. <laughs> you didn't have to. Um, I'm so it's my you're craft. making a movie and Tom's like, I'm going to throw myself off that roof. Yeah, okay, Tom. You're like, no, no. It's like, no, 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 trust it was me. Great. It was great because it was snowing. Nothing put to mattress, do with the movie. You put a mattress under the snow. It looks like you just fell into the snow. I wonder, I've got to have that video somewhere. It's on Steve's I do. hard drive. <laughs> he already owns it. That was episode yeah. 17 back in the day. He was like, this uh, lovely film from an independent filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad you drove to Binghamton tonight, Dan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to be on both of these podcasts. When, when we're done recording this one, I want to be on the next one. <laughs> right. you, you guys can go ahead without me. <laughs> Tom's like, I've been on enough episodes of that. But <laughs> I don't need to do that again. <laughs> Titanic. We versus... do have a, a junk January for the Barbie podcast. You... <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. All the direct-to-video sequels. <laughs> we are not doing a Barbie-centric junk January. That's not happening. Um, oh! You just gave me a, oh, I hope I get the... Oh, my God, please. I'm so on board. <laughs> I will have so many things to say about whatever movies I wind up watching about Barbie. Four Barbie movies. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's well three because the wild card is going to be like somebody snaps and like, throws a good movie in there. <laughs> yeah, so the I, just, was, I can just imagine the making Kevin Barbie. sit through it, Kathy walking in. What the hell are you... <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say it's not what it looks like, but I'm pretty sure it's exactly what it looks like. You know her first, you know, you know her first thought would be like, you're doing this for the podcast, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, did Nate make you watch this? <laughs> how many times that'd be a uh, Korean Barbie how many, how many times has somebody wife asked if Nate made yeah. you watch this Nate's making you watch this isn't he <laughs> oh. oh my gosh so I... Titanic <laughs> uh, the one versus Barbie or the one not starring Barbie <laughs> one <laughs> Isn't there a cartoon Titanic movie with a rapping dog in it and it's like regarded as one of the worst movies ever made and it was for kids? Oh, there is a movie is there? like that. Oh. I've always wanted to see that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I gotta find it now. It's Titanic versus A Beautiful Mind. I tried finding it a long time ago. Oh, I've A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> okay, it's called Titanic The Legend Goes On. Oh, yeah. There's a rapping dog in that movie. Wow. Uh, I've seen it on lists of like the worst movies ever made. Because I was hoping to use that for Junk January when I was allowed to uh, have a say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I couldn't find it. <sighs> I don't think it's on Rotten Tomatoes. An unnamed rapping dog who sings Party Time. <laughs> it's only in the English version. Yes. What? <laughs> How many versions of that movie are? Well, it's an Italian movie, uh, and the the American cut version features completely different plot. What? 
<laughs> Completely different plot, songs, and dialogues. How do you have a different plot? It's about a sick, sick oh, shit. Can you imagine taking a foreign <laughs> animated film and throwing out the dialogue <laughs> and not even looking up what the story was and just doing like dialogue and making a story to fit with what you're seeing? As you go. I want that to would do be that awesome. so badly. <laughs> If I ever have the money to purchase the rights to a movie, guys, we can all be characters. And if there was ever a money a movie that you probably would be able to afford purchasing the rights to, yeah, yeah, I'm putting that. No, I, I take that back. This this That's probably does really right well. That's going right in the ideas note. This this is really dark. <laughs> I'm reading the plot of this movie. What Titanic? Yeah, and it's Legend. animated. Yeah, there's even a. There's a character that looks exactly like Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Uh, well, it's um, <laughs> there's a poor girl with a wicked stepmother and two stepsisters. That's original. Uh, I remember reading that from the history. With a blue locket. I wonder where they got that from. <laughs> uh, when did this come out? This was 2000. Oh, I was thinking it was... Like in the 70s or something. Okay, so there's human characters. There's a, a gold digger, a failing banker, a jewel thief, a detective, a gorgeous singer. Also boarding in the cargo hold are a group of animals, including a family of Yiddish mice. <laughs> yep, it's an American tale on the Titanic. A dog named Fritz, a magpie named Hector, and a band of Mexican mice. A magpie named Hector? Why would there be Mexican mice on the Titanic? Do they all die? That's what I'm getting to. All right. Wait, uh, before we get off this topic, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen was back in my youth group days at a Christian music festival mm -hmm. where some group brought an inflatable Titanic-themed kid slide. It's I remember like for that. people to slide down. Oh. But it was like it looked like the Titanic, like going down, and oh. like, the slide, people were like, "Wee!" Oh. <laughs> Like, I've seen that. I've seen that ride elsewhere. Really? Yeah. That's horrible. I, I've seen. I've seen that at least two times. But yeah, at that Christian rock festival. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Wow. Because we were we were all looking at that like what? Yeah. What? Sometimes yeah. Sometimes it felt like we were the only group of Vikings. <laughs> like human consciences. They yeah. were selling T-shirts that were like spoofing the Mountain Dew logo that said "Do the Jew." Oh my God! Yep, I remember that too. Yeah, I have wow. pictures of that one. Wow! Yeah, put them up on the buried cinema Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez! Wow. Yeah. I should have worn that shirt to Guardians too. <laughs> oh, that would be a great shirt to make. So no, I'd take it back <laughs> to make someone nope. wear if they lose. Like no, they. It's not like we were gonna make Kevin wear uh, cut off shorts and have a sign that I'll take your child to a movie. But then we oh were. Like, <laughs> I mean, we might get arrested. So you wouldn't have made yeah. it to three hundred episodes. <laughs> well, you would, but uh, the demographic would have changed. <laughs> it would have been very similar to your Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the Titanic hits an iceberg. All right, all of the animals escape on floating crates, okay. rescuing rescuing the ship's cook in the process and being led to safety by dolphins. It, wait, okay, dolphins. <laughs> Is the ship's cook a human? Uh, yeah. So there are humans aboard this Titanic who presumably yes, as, do not escape on crates? As, as I said, there are human characters. There is a jewel thief and a banker and 
Are they just all presumed dead at the end? <laughs> hang on, hang on, get in there. Oh my goodness, can this, this is where it gets dark. Winnie, <laughs> Winnie uh, chooses to stay behind with Jeremy. This is the star-crossed lovers, human characters, who reveals to her that he is not the rich man she thought he was. He was on his way to America to be bailed out after his bank failed. Despite... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they like, uh, I like they, they stick with the uh, James Cameron film to a point and then yeah. just veer off into a crazy new direction. Nope, nope. He's Despite a banker. Wait, wait, this, a failed banker pretending remember, this to be is a the, rich man. Remember, this is the animated children, yes. the animated children's version. I always loved banker characters. Despite learning this, Winnie still loves him and they remain on the ship to die together. Oh my God. Uh, Molly also chooses to remain behind in the ship. I'm sure she's the singer singing with the band and dies along with them. Oh my God, can this be Will- a very special episode of Buried Cinema? <laughs> can we watch this movie? William grabs with a, a small child with a therapist. <laughs> Bring a therapist along. William grabs a small child to protect as he falls overboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're coming wow. with me. <laughs> I'll protect you. <laughs> Whoops. You're my flotation device. <laughs> he grabs a small child to protect as he falls. I don't even understand that sentence. When the ship breaks in half and sinks beneath the ocean, he puts the child safely in a nearby boat, but his foot is trapped in a rope from the ship's stern, and he is dragged down with the ship, apparently dying. On one of the lifeboats, Angelica discovers that William's nanny is actually her mother, and the two are reunited. They come across Sam. I'm assuming these are human characters, because all the animals escaped on with dolphins. Uh, well, you can't have animals dying in a kid's movie. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I oh, I... Tom's night is getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know this movie existed. <laughs> I knew it existed. I had never I heard just, of it. I, I'd forgotten about it. The until legend continues. The legend goes on. It goes on. I'm thinking of Bucky Creek. It's not, it's not a Bigfoot movie, Dan. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. A rapping dog. Hang on. I got to go get some whiskey uh, myself. What, How about like, that? What are you going to do with this recording? I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's gold. It's gold, Jerry. Uh... You haven't been watching Seinfeld again, have you? <laughs> well, I should hit the road soon. Well... Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You guys Tom Tom couldn't be more ceremonious about that. Good talking to you too, brother. (laughs) I was actually quoting Tombstone, but Uh, Uh, the famous line. I think (laughs) bye. It it amuses me to quote that line from Tombstone because it just it just sounds rude. I feel like Tom's getting to a point where he's almost like speaking entirely in movie quotes. (laughs) But they're just normal, like everyday phrases. And then he'll be like, Do you know what movie that's from? (laughs) I'd like like two double cheeseburgers. Do you know what movie that's from? That'll be Tom when he's an old man. <laughs> Just like all movie quotes. According to Mystery Science Theater to the kids. 
<laughs> no gosh. idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do that when I'm teaching all the time. That's just, you guys are describing my teaching method. <laughs> I'll say something and no, nobody gets it. Okay, moving on. Have you ever have you, you're you're a teacher with a, a movie podcast, so have you ever done the Bueller thing? No, I haven't. Uh, bless your heart. I'm no. so proud of you <laughs> for not doing the Bueller thing. <laughs> Steve's not that cliche. Oh, man. No. You know a movie that's from? <laughs> it's from the worst movie I've ever seen. Is there a rapping dog in it? Don't worry, it lives. Close. <laughs> Don't worry, it lives, but its owner drowns. <laughs> is dragged it's to the bottom of the ocean. For kids. <laughs> anyway. There's a musical number. There's all the... They're all being sucked to the bottom of the ocean. Can the end of this podcast, instead of your normal buried cinema music, be the rap that that dog does? That dog's oh! <laughs> I'm on YouTube right now. <laughs> or it'll just, I guess it'll just be Tom listening to YouTube. <laughs> of the like, like the audio is, oh, I hear him laughing now. Okay. The legend goes on rapping dog. There it is. <laughs> oh! What? Tom's down another rabbit hole. Would... <laughs> that was not the picture I was ready for. Okay. <laughs> Tom just found the weirdest porn site on the internet. No, I, I mean, Rapping I figured dogs. it'd be a dog. All right, look, it's weird enough that it's a dog Unwrapping that's rapping. Dogs. On the... <laughs> it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The weirdest fetish. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that probably be the one we get sued for, too. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Tom's just watching YouTube now. Forget, forgot that we're here. Where's your outro? <laughs> Do something. I, I don't, we, we don't play the outro live, Dan. <laughs> I know, but like, where's your stopping point? <laughs> Tom's just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, it's been great having you on our podcast. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Even though, even though four of the guys aren't here. <laughs> yeah. Let's go around and say all of our names <laughs> for the intro. I'll be, uh, you be Tom and you be Steve and I'll be everybody else. <laughs> and I'll talk over myself. <laughs> uh, th this has been Buried Cinema. <laughs> there you go. Is it? Guys, we'll do a little, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah, do a actually use this. I'd be like, we'll do a little NPR outro. This has been buried. Cinema. Was Tom on when I called it a pity podcast? Yes, I oh, was. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's so offended. <laughs> like I took note. I okay. keep extensive files. Paranormal Activity 4, like, at that point, they've completely given up on explaining why anybody would still be holding a camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, 
it like really hits you at a certain point like wait she went back into her house and grabbed is she carrying her computer because this was all on a webcam before so now like she's running around her neighbor's house when did she get a video camera or is she holding her computer like running around like what's going on and yeah that has a really funny death in it well i guess i'll have to watch Two and three, so I can watch the funny deaths yes. four. Otherwise, you Do won't it. understand. Worth it. <laughs> worth it. I, I won't give away the funny death. It's just the sound yeah. effect. That's what they, it's the sound <laughs> effect that they use that makes it so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine a thud, but it's like no thud you've ever heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like trying to imagine a color I've never seen? 